Hello everyone and welcome to the fourth episode of the Terrace House Tokyo podcast. My name's Stu and I'm an English guy that lives in Tokyo. And I'm Masumi, a Japanese-British girl living in Hong Kong. And check this out guys. Yay! Cheers. We're actually in the, in the same place. This is the first time we've recorded in the same country. Usually Masumi's in Hong Kong, I'm in Tokyo and we do it over, the, over Skype. But now we're actually in Ishigaki, we're in a tiny little island called Hateruma. Um, yeah, and we're celebrating my birthday. Yeah, it's Masumi's birthday. So we've flown to the most southerly point of Japan to meet up and then also record the podcast as well. So before we start, we've got a tiny bit of housekeeping. First, we need to say thanks to George, uh, who we haven't thanked yet, who uh, made the jingle for us. And he himself runs a really good podcast called Five Aside, which is mainly dance music focused. So if you're into like techno and ambient and anything in between, uh, you should uh, check him out on SoundCloud. I think if you just Google Five Aside and podcast, he should come up. Um, then also just a massive thank you to everyone that is, is listening. Uh, it means quite a lot to us to like see all these numbers like shooting up and all these like different uh, pins in the in the map as we see people listening from around the world like Brazil, the US, St. Lucia, Romania, all these places that you know uh, we don't know anyone basically which is very very cool. Thanks so much for bearing with us like we know the sound quality has been a bit bad on the first few episodes but um, that will hopefully improve from now on. We getting some new mics and so that should sort out and we'd love to hear a bit more from you guys so um we've set up a twitter now so if you want to get in touch you can at terrace house tko so please give it a follow send us some messages criticisms jokes whatever uh it'd be really good to hear from you so please do and finally uh for everyone who isn't in japan and wants to listen along and watch along um yeah just get yourself a vpn and then you'd be able to watch Netflix uh, on Japan mode but seriously do some research before you buy a VPN because there are some really dodgy ones that will uh, mess you around a bit so don't just go for the cheapest one basically what do we use we use Nord don't we Nord VPN yeah but I think they were good a while ago but I think we might change so uh, yeah possibly just do just do a bit of research and well, I think... I'm using your account so when <laughs> you change I'll change yeah if, if you just want if you want my password just just uh, just send me a message you know just send me a DM on Twitter yeah, so first off, it's a good episode, right? It is a very good episode. Yeah, so I want to be a hero. After last week, kind of dry, a bit slow. This one felt like they got the pacing on point. There's loads of stuff happens. It was so cute. Yeah, it's got cuteness. It's got like bits where you're holding your breath. Like, had a really good, um, really good time watching it. So, just to recap, our predictions in terms of from last week in terms of who might be the I'm going to be a hero. We had three predictions, right? Yeah, I got it completely wrong. I said that it was going to be Shohei because I thought that he would uh, just have added that on as another occupation he would like to do. Yeah, so, I mean, that was a good guess. Maybe Haruka being a stunt driver and Risako, a hero doctor, uh, was a bit off. But, of course, it was Ruka. And this show, this episode was completely, like, dominated by him, right? He was the main sort of protagonist in almost every scene. And uh, we may have got the like the predictions wrong in terms of like who is the hero, but we were almost on point in terms of working out like his character development. We joked about him getting a tattoo, becoming a rock star, getting a drug habit, but pretty early on in the scene, he reveals that he's got a motorbike license and wants to get a Harley. So this is the guy that from a few episodes ago was too shy to talk to girls. Yeah. Now he's asking, he's like going on dates with girls and talking about getting a motorcycle. Like 
it's been quite a quite a bit of uh, you know quite a change from this original character that we first met. Which would you prefer? Uh, the Ruka that we met when we first got introduced to him, or the one that he seems to be now? Well, listen. So we we joked uh, by episode five he would be in rehab <laughs> having a drug habit, right? So currently that's. I mean, there's going to be a week break in between episodes, and then so in a couple of weeks' time, we have the fifth episode. He might be having a drug. He might have a drug habit by then. So we we might we one of our predictions might be on point. So. But what was your? It was a thousand yen bet, wasn't it? Yeah. I think I owe you five hundred yen. Do you know why? Because you said it was going to be Haruka, didn't you, the hero, hmm. and wanting to save people, and it was actually Ruka, right? Hmm. Exactly wanting to be a hero and save people, and Ruka is four characters in the name Haruka. Yeah, so I'll okay. give you five hundred yen. All right, cool. All a right. drink on me. I'll take that. I'll take that. Yeah, I think I think actually Ruka's character development has been interesting and kind of it seems a bit like you could call bullshit on who he presented himself originally or who the show presented him well, that's as originally. Well, does, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. But uh, I think it's cool. Like you know, he seems like he's opening up a bit. Um, he's in terms of just driving storylines together. Him, you know, we saw him in the car chatting to Haruka is a little bit awkward but the sort of the, the breakdown the sort of um, chat about it afterwards Haruka was saying it wasn't really awkward and he was really easy to talk to so yeah maybe that's just the impression that we got as viewers but yeah it seems like he is an easy guy to talk to and currently kind of playing both options in terms of Risako and Haruka um, I don't know who who would you like him to pick out of those. He definitely, things? I think the interaction between Risiko and Ruka is much uh, better. It's better for sure, um, but I just have a feeling that he would, if he had to choose, he would choose Haruka. Yeah. Just because she, I think he's so wants to be cool. He gives off that cool vibe, and Haruka would come across as more of a challenge and. And I think that he would feel like he would be um she's in a different league to Risako. Like Risako is like the girl next door more obtainable. I think, you know, he's, he's, he's probably quite rightly, he feels like he's cr- cracked Risako, right? Like she's clearly very interested in him. Yeah. She's sort of, you know, getting him medicine when he's ill and getting up to cook him some food and stuff. And while their interactions are really sweet and it looks like they get on really well, it, it, does, it definitely seems like she's more into him than he is to her, right? Yeah, the thing is, it definitely for sure I felt that. But then there were moments when he does uh, set things up so that they end up spending more time together. So the scene when she said she wanted to play the kendama and he said, oh, we can go buy one together. Mm. When she said, oh, do you want to move um, into the living room after the dinner? He said, do you want to play cards? So it feels like she does seem to like him more, but he is kind of egging it on or creating situations in order for them to be interacting. Mm. I guess just in terms of an extra party that's helping shape that dynamic is Shohei always seems to push the idea that Ruka should be chasing Haruka in some way. I mean, Shohei didn't feature so much as he did last episode, which, like, when I was when I was gra- screen grabbing stuff from last episode, like Shohei is the puppet master of almost any sort of interaction, any sort of character development. It usually comes off a conversation with Shohei about Shohei. This episode is all about Ruka. It's so dominated by him. But even in this episode, Shohei doesn't feature much. But the couple of times he does, it's he's you know he's allowing Ruka and Risiko to hang out and talk. He just leaves them be or just suggests something to Ruka. It's almost still from behind the scenes. He's um, 
pushing certain buttons to for certain actions to happen, which I think is quite interesting. But like, I think it's because at the very beginning with Shohei, um, when he first came in, he seemed like he would be like the sort of alpha male of the family, right? Hmm. Because he, you know, he did seem like that, that he would probably dominate a lot of conversations. But actually, I'm actually quite surprised at how following his first date with Kauri, there hasn't been a lead up. He's not trying to like get romantically involved with anyone, really. Um, he just seems to actually be focused on not having more than three jobs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let, yeah, so so we saw, I mean, alongside Ruka's domination, we saw a bit of Shohei, and that was him, a couple of scenes. The first was him chatting to his boss, who it turns out, you know, uh, Shohei likes to do a bit of work. And while he was in Taiwan, he wrote a book. So, you know, we don't <laughs> know what that Does book was on. Does know what that book is? Yeah, we want to, yeah, we want to read that book. I mean, I don't know what that could be, but maybe it's just about being a you know, a multitasker or a jack of all trades. But never completing anything. Exactly. So we had sort of round two of this idea of, is it better to be a, a jack of all trades or a master of one? And, um, and you know, he's, he sort of put forward his idea that, oh, we're sponsored by Orion today because we're in Ishigaki. So, you know, Okunawa. Cheers. Let me... Yeah, I got thirsty. Yeah, so, so Shohei restarted the conversation with Haruka about whether you should be an expert or a, you know, a, a cultural omnivore or like a, a jack of all trades. And again, he's still trying to push this idea that he can do lots of things. I felt within that conversation, I mean, obviously Haruka's got a, an idea about that. I was wondering, I think Kaori seems kind of like a relaxed person. I don't think she actually cares either way as long as kind of you're doing what you doing well or do you think that reflects badly on I just don't think she's judgmental at all yeah I mean she's great she is great and you know she's looking more and more casual I have to say like initially when she came in she looked a bit more like she was she was actually working in a corporate job Mm. she did look like that didn't she and now she's got the night hoodie and she seems to be like wearing more mascara maybe I don't know but she I just looked at her in a completely different way this episode I thought she actually was like the hottest girl in the whole show I mean I don't want to objectify women or men but Luca and um Pauli they generally they shun a lot in this episode Kari looked hot this episode yeah really hot yeah and she just has this really nice vibe as well. So, um, yeah, we didn't see much of her, but what we did see was nice. Like, nice she was a good it. sounding board for Haruka. Yeah. Um, when Harry, Haruka was talking about her date with Kenny. So we finally got to see those guys go out together. The date was presented in a very particular way. I felt that the show was editing it in a very particular way. Like, the way it was quite stilted and stopped starting. They were kind of try- really trying to push this idea that... The date didn't go well, and even though we we heard uh, Haruka comment and talk to Kaori afterwards and say, yeah, the date wasn't that good, it wasn't as easy to talk to um, as as Ruka, uh, it still felt that the editing was really trying to push that agenda as well. Yeah, I agree. I found it 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 just didn't feel real that when um, what was it that he had said? Um, he said, "What is a Harley?" Which I completely understand because actually I would never pronounce Harley the way they do it would you yeah you you might not know but certainly the way right certainly the way they cut it it just was supposed to look and they did that a couple times within that interaction it almost it was like okay i'm kind of this this interaction is useless just because it's so painfully edited to present one version of events yeah and i guess they didn't know they weren't meant to know that that might be an important scene but when haruka was like i already told you about uh, my ex-boyfriend 
I can't remember having that conversation or that we'd seen it, right? So that must have been a conversation that they'd had separately that the um, Terrace House team editors didn't think about putting it in, right? Yeah. But I almost wish they didn't include that chat because we weren't privy to it. So it just felt really weird that we were listening to, I don't know. And it was like, he said this and she said that, but actually we weren't there, so we don't know. I quite liked the way that that was handled by Kenny, which was like probably the way a guy shouldn't do, which is don't just say like, oh, no, I wasn't really listening to that. And he sort of backtracked a bit. But... And then he went, oh, I remember that, I think. Yeah. It's like, I don't know if you've been in a situation where you meet like sort of five people in one go and there's lots of information being exchanged and you're probably not going to log everything in your mind. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's just not something that, you know, you might you might not remember, but... I think that helped back up something that we've spoken about. And I think the hosts were on point today, which is this idea that, you know, Haruka needs attention and also she gets really frustrated if like people don't sort of value what she's saying. Yeah, I loved it. She just called him out straight away. She's like, I think I spoke to you in great depth. I'm quite um, precious about stuff like that, but I would probably have initially said it more jokingly going, "Uh, I thought we talked about this. Something like that, right? Also, if you're going on like I, we spoke about it in great length, it's like, well, that sounds incredibly boring. I don't care about like your, your exes or whatever. So, um, yeah, I mean, originally, I think we were expecting fireworks a few episodes back in terms of them sorting out a date, but it's quite surprising though that she didn't like him more because you know there are some there are ty- types of girls where um, if a guy kind of plays the disinterested. Mm. It makes them like them even more. Yeah, right? yeah. Which is which is Kenny yes. seems to be Kenny's character so and far. Exactly. Like if she's someone that's used to like the attention, I would I actually would have thought she'd be someone that likes a challenge because she does all these things like golf and wants to do cars and all this stuff. Like mm. she just seems like someone that is always looking for like a new thing and a challenge. Yeah. That I did actually kind of think that maybe with Kenny sort of being dismissive of her, she would kind of like him more but it wasn't the way yeah maybe they're just with there's been a bit more going on outside the scenes and by the time they finally managed to go on their date it's you know the relationship had kind of fizzled out a bit but they were required to go to um you know go on a date and go to that mexican place which had its name up really awkwardly behind where they were having a date like the, the sort of the sort of advertising was so set up it was just like really painful meat on scent <laughs> but um who's more bo- I, who's more boring out of those two then is haruka boring or is kenny boring or are they both boring i prefer kenny more than um haruka because kenny just he doesn't stink of himself for example i think that Luca, for example, should go out with Lissico if there was any other one, because Luca also seems to be the kind of guy that wants the attention, wants the care, right? Don't you mm. think that? It's hard to have a relationship with two alphas, and I definitely uh, have experience in that. It's very hard. And I think Haruka is too much. Like, she, in an, any relationship or any interaction, she has to be the one, doesn't mm-hmm. she? The focus has to be on her all the time. And I feel like the more and more we know of Luca, he seems like he likes the attention too. Well, I think it's interesting that sort of the dynamic between him and Haruka and then him and Risako, because like, it seems like 
he's getting looked after by Risako, but would need to do the looking after, you know, the picking up the guitars or whatever for yeah. Haruka. So and he's... she actually looks up, look, gets looked after. Also, she, um, Risako looks up to him. Yeah. The way she was like, I wanted to talk to someone about me changing my like, my job decisions. Yeah. As a man, I would prefer, but even as a woman, actually, I would actually prefer to be the one that is looked up to and revered as opposed to the one that's always doing stuff. Yeah. For anyone, like gender, wouldn't you? I mean, sure, but I think Risiko's, you know, she's said in her past relationships that that's usually the dynamic she has. And almost, you know, when we first started seeing evidence of that, her behaviours, I think we were both like, oh, no, you're going a bit too into yeah, it. Like, it's like, feed yourself first. Yeah, come on. Just, <laughs> just get some food before you worry about the, the sick guy that doesn't really care. But, um, yeah, I think it's interesting to see which way he goes. And I think you're right in terms of, Ruka's decision is probably going to be a bit more about how the I think the the sort of the cameras Shohei other people in the house are going to influence his decision rather than him just going for who he wants because if you were looking at just pure chemistry then I think you know it does feel like it would be you know Risako and there's not enough about Kenny to actually there's not enough on Kenny to um make a judgment hmm and I don't know if that's because the editors aren't giving him enough time. But um, I'm not very interested in Haruka at all. And I don't really know why. I just think it's... I don't like the way she talks that much. <laughs> Do you feel like it's genuine? I feel like Risiko has it too. Where they 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 baby their voice. Do you think that? I'm not, I just think it's the way they present themselves. So... I think everyone's aware of a camera. Like, we know that while they're in that house, there's at least sort of two or three guys that are sort of wandering around with a camera that's very close to them at any interaction that they have that are scheduled. And so we know this it's not going to be the most, like, natural thing. But I feel like when Kaori is being filmed, she feels awkward because of the camera armor, whereas I think Risiko and Haruka feel aware of it and are conscious in terms of how they're being uh, perceived and sort of processing that as they go so yeah it does it does it's different ways in terms of how they are worried are concerned about how they're perceived but yeah I, there's something about haruka i'm just yeah i mean she's hot but i actually think she looks less and less hot i think as risiko and kaori look hotter in terms of yeah you're right as the show goes on i think kaori just kaori just looks so hot like down to earth she's the kind of girl that like would be giving off like really cool vibes and risiko is actually really pretty she's like so pretty Hmm. i think kaori's cool and then like yeah you've got haruka who's like maybe gorgeous but then there's like gorgeous i guess but then risiko is actually really pretty so i actually think in terms um there's an equal amount of variety that like Terry's house has ticked all the boxes for the different types I think don't you mm, think mm, men and women mm. I think that's testament to this episode last episode really dry but this one felt they'd got the pace spot on some of the editing was a bit yeah clunky but I think in terms of character development and storylines like really looking forward to the next oh my episode. god Risico is like the best though she is the best for like cliffhangers almost like the way right, that yeah, we the, haven't even spoken about at the it very yet. at the very do you remember ages ago at the very beginning when she said something to kenny like yeah because people were telling saying about how we don't really know you and like we're we really getting the true kenny and then uh, early on in the episode she had said 
she kind of does a bit of a Yui thing where she does the question where she said, I can't really focus at all on what I'm working on. Do you know why I can't focus? And when she'd said that, I initially thought, oh my God, is she going to call them out on the fact that they're flirting in front of her? But then she was like, innocently like, oh, I just want to play with the Kendamari. It was like, whoa, like, <laughs> it was just, it just, you know, I don't even know if she's doing it on purpose. It's just, I feel like she might be doing that on purpose because it's such a, it's a weird thing anyway to question something, isn't it? Who loves Ken Dama that much? And also just to be like, I'm feeling really weird. I can't concentrate. Why do you think that is? Like, it's kind of a weird thing to do, isn't it? She says some odd stuff, so I'd, so I'd like much. I'd like to think she is just peculiar. And... I think she's probably batshit crazy, and I love that, actually. But Yeah, more of that, please. And, and then right at the end, we didn't even yes. talk about it, but wow, go on. Right at the end, you know, um, Shohei, the puppet master, leaves the room. And then we have, like, a, no- a good few hours of these guys uh, hanging out, playing cards, drinking. And then, you know, it seems like they've been doing it for a little while. And she, and we have Riseko saying, you know, what, we've got to make a promise. You know, it's got to be a li- lifetime thing. And at first she's like... Um, the English translation for that was bad, actually, because she said... They, the English translation, they made it out to say, I just want us to be friends for a long time. Yeah, it said she buddy. Said, but... Yeah, buddy. But she said, can we play? Mm. The actual word is, can we play and like hang out? I don't know why they translated in that way. Yeah, it was interesting. I guess it was, was more like... Because a... she was very specific about what she said. She didn't say, can we be friends? She meant, can we hang out? Mm. Okay. And then, so that was interesting because I, I was expecting something weirder as we said you know she's the queen of the cliffhanger and then afterwards she sort of slumps down in her hands and then she's like be my boyfriend but what did she say in japanese she, she was like to get there okay so i think she said to get there and to go out with me and also you're talking about the fact that let's bear this in mind you said that you think in your opinion that haruka and risiko are way more aware of the cameras mm. when i've only gone on one date with a guy and i also know that there is another girl on the scene that might be interested in the guy that I like. If there's a camera in my face, literally like less than 20 meters away from me, I think it's so bold that she's even said that. I don't think it's bold. I think it's, she she clearly feels a bit threatened from Haruka who presents herself as someone who's a bit confident, whether she is or not. And I think Risiko almost feels a bit threatened. And, you know, that's why it was almost like a sort of like, a defensive manoeuvre, you know, she was reclining into herself and mm. saying, you know, please be my boyfriend, you know, it, it almost was like her in a monologue, you know, escaping. And so, arigatouzaimasu. So, um, <laughs> so it, it did feel a bit, it was kind of like sort of a, a defeatist expression, but, you know. No, I, I think it's definitely, wouldn't you agree that if, in real life outside Terrace House you could imagine maybe Kenny and Luca competing for a, the same girl or you could imagine wouldn't you imagine Haruka and Risiko because they're both kind of like outwardly attractive mm. whereas um, Kaori is the kind of attractiveness where it's like if you really she's gold dust but it would it's not you'd have to work to or like you'd have to be much deeper level to realize that actually she's gold dust she's got depth right yeah it's not a face value attractiveness so i think lisa god haruka must attract the same kind of guys you know people who are just into that face value attractiveness or the outwardly like 
they present themselves well, they've got a good figure or whatever. Like Cardi, she hides herself from like with baggy t-shirts and like, you know, baggy jumpers and stuff like that. Mm. Um, so the fact that the, um, oh my God, the hosts were on point, by the way. Yeah, they yeah were we haven't so said that yet, good. but they nailed they were it. so good. I almost felt like they were, dr- I almost felt like they were drunk. Yeah, we weren't sure because like, obviously <laughs> they're filming it. They're wearing the same clothes. They're filming it in the same slot that they filmed the last episode in. So did they just do it in a batch or how have they done it? But yeah. yeah I'd love to know how they actually, do they watch it? Like we get to watch it? Like is it or is it, I wonder like do they, the Terrace House people watch the edited version in the same way that we do? Or do uh, they see a different thing from us? And then, then it all gets edited up. I wonder if they have a say. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. It'd be good to know a bit more about it. There's a good interview with Lauren Sai from the oh. Hello Estate where she pulls the curtain a little bit back on terms of how much uh, guidance they get from the producers in terms of... Oh, what did she say? She was just saying that like at times, you know, it's like, okay, you guys need to have a conversation in this place about this topic. And so, you know, a lot of the chat will be about other things, but it just means that they need to cover certain things like how their date went with so-and-so or mm. if they're going to get the job at so-and-so. So mm. there definitely is a bit more control, but I don't know how much the control the hosts have in terms of it. I think they probably just get delivered the same thing as us. But clearly the producers do edit around their reactions. So you'll have, you know, stuff like the Tempura incident when they, they'll try and build a, build a narrative around something that the hosts have picked up as particularly important. Yeah, that is so funny. It's like even the editing of the room that the hosts were in it felt a bit different didn't it i think yeah i think what happens what the dynamic with this show works quite well when the hosts who are doing a lot of sort of wise cracking joking the editing can be quite fast within that space because you know they're your friends that are gossiping and making talking shit about whatever's going on but the actual show is the slower pace the slower editing works really well so i think that dynamic when they nail it it's it's it makes it's the best terrace house kind of thing I mean, we've left that one on a bit of a cliffhanger, right? So I can't wait to see what happens in the next episode. Yeah, I can't wait either. I mean, I just hope... Do you think by the fact that Risiko has gone in there and... Risiko obviously knows exactly what she said. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the way that she covered it up, like, I don't know whether that's worked in her favour or not. But I do feel like Ruko is the kind of guy he's going to want to have a bit more time with Haruka before he even decides to commit to anyone, right? Mm. But yeah, what a cliffhanger. I, wow, I just was not expecting that at all. I think if she'd gone in bold and just been like, listen, I don't know what's going on with you and so-and-so or what you're thinking right now, but I no. like you. He'd you think she'd no. say no? He'd have said no, because he obviously wants to, he likes Haruka. But I, would, I think that would have shown a different version of Risiko, because currently he, the, the dynamic is he's the master being served by her but uh yeah i think it would have been like okay maybe you know she's bolder she's more confident because she seems quite like subservient right now i think maybe well, i don't know i hope I, I i really i really like risiko and i think she seems seems really nice so i would have hoped so but i think ruka might end up making a big mistake but we'll see we'll see so, so anyway let's 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 wrap this up. Yeah, sorry. Who's... We've got we've got it's it's eight PM right now. We've got dinner reservation at eight PM. So we're already one minute late actually. Okay, Masumi, just wrap it up. Who's who's your who's your pick of the week and who's your dick of the week? Well my pick of the week, I still like Risiko. I think she's wild. Love it. She gave us the most bants. Um Kari 
Yeah, I've always liked Cardi, but she's just easy to like, isn't she? Like, you'd have to be an absolute twat to not like her, mm. right? Would you agree? Yeah. But Risiko, like, I'd like her a lot. Haruka still is my least favorite um, character. Um, yeah, I think Risiko. And you know, Luca, he looks like he should already be in a K-pop band already. Yeah, his transformation is crazy. He was he looking was, great. He was looking great, like in a way that it's like, how did you look? How do you look like this? And I can't help but think, you know, when Trindle was like, you got to rewind, you got to rewind back, and she was so adamant to make. Do you think it was because the coast had already made a joke about the whole um, poshet swinging left and right that when Luca was using the kendama and he had his finger in the bowl? Do you remember Maybe. that? Like, is that why Trindle wanted them to look at it again? Do you think it was? Because she was like, hey, you've got to look at this scene again. Because he was, you know, I'm, I'm just making I mean, she's not, she's not the, she's she's not the, she's not the one to make the innuendos. No, she's not. You, so I, don't, I, I feel like she, she would I think she didn't want to say it because she didn't want to say it, but she wanted someone else to pick up on it, which, which goes back to what I may have said um, a while ago, but I think it, to you, where I don't think she's as innocent as she makes out. She yeah. makes out she's so innocent. But even the way she's talking about Luca, it's like, come on, you're probably filth. <laughs> well, I'd love to get Tr- the... Trindle, don't hate me, please. <laughs> if you if you ever listen, please don't hate me. I'm just a I'm just a normal Japanese girl living in Hong Kong. <laughs> um, I'd say like, the host smashed it this week. But overall, like, I just gunning for Risako and felt really awkward when she made that decision. So I hope it all works out, basically. And then the, I think, like, the editors fucked up on the Kenny Haruta, Haruka date. So that was kind of, like, super clunky to watch. Um, so they're my uh, dicks of the week. But, dicks of your week? Dicks of the week. Okay, sorry. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, yeah, I think mainly overall we're just, like, really, really happy about the episode. Really, really... Stoked to see what what's next. So I think there's a going to be a break until the next uh, couple of weeks break, and then why? Uh, I think they do it in batches of four. So uh... so yeah. Anyway, um, thanks so much for listening, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So thank you it. so much. Yeah, thanks. And thanks, Stu, for my mic. <laughs> no worries. Anyway, thanks for chatting with me. Bye bye. Bye bye.